0: Welcome to Housing Developments. I'm Jerry Howard. And I'm Jim Tobin. Hey, Jerry. How are you doing? Hey, Jim. How's it going, man?
1: You're... I'm all right, my man. I'm all right. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm doing... I hear... Uh that Senator Manchin is caving like a House of Cards up there.
1: Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, Senator Manchin, darling of the right, is now uh, trying to uh, re-ingratiate himself to the left. Uh, I, I don't know how much he's caving, uh, but he is, he is starting to sound a little bit more um, interested in trying to get to a final deal on the, the larger reconciliation pack, which has given the Democrats a lot of hope. And what does it mean for us, James? Well, uh, I think it means, uh, I, 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 at the end of the day, I think it it, it increases the likelihood that we will see a, a couple of bills get to the president's desk by the end of the year. One, the bipartisan infrastructure bill, and two, the reconciliation build back better social spending package. Uh, it continues to mean that the package will be smaller, uh, down from the president's opening bid of $3.5 trillion, down somewhere uh, around two trillion dollars uh, and you know for us that means a smaller package means a uh, you know, smaller impact both uh, from the negative meaning that the, the tax the, the, the tax increases that we are watching and fighting against uh, could be smaller and the impact uh, less on the on the industry and two it also means that some of the priorities on the housing side including the low income housing tax credit, or some of the uh, the housing programs that were slated to get uh, over three hundred billion dollars, that also is on the chopping block. So, uh, still a lot of negotiations to go.
0: Well, I want to get into that part of it with you in a couple of minutes here. But first, let me ask you this: Is Senator Cinema also uh, caving? Uh,
1: she she continues to be the uh, the uh, pariah to the left. Uh, she is not really saying publicly what she wants, and I think that's an important distinction for our members to make. That mansion and cinema, while lumped into this moderate category. Uh, by the by, the left and, and the media—they are two separate entities negotiating two separate different uh, lists of priorities that they have, and they come from two different states, as you know. West Virginia is a whole lot different than Arizona. Well, you and you think uh, it is? Yeah, you know, I, I know what you're thinking. Uh, you well. know, despite a couple thousand mile difference, uh, you know, they they're you know one one very forested, one one not so much. Uh,
0: that's good recognition but, of geographic diversity for a man from Connecticut.
1: That's that University of Connecticut education coming through. The Her priorities are much different than Senator Manchin's, uh, and she is working through a lot of those issues as well. Uh, so they've got, I think, personally, they've got two negotiations on their hands, uh, and that's and that's uh, never never mind uh, the, uh, their own internal progressive negotiation. So uh, like I guess that a lot of moving parts.
0: Well, let's get to this housing package. I mean, the low income housing tax credit, uh, as well as some of these other proposals. Um, President Biden, a very um, uh, uh, strong. Sternly put out uh, his declaration that he wanted to build. I think it was 250,000 units of affordable housing uh, during his administration, um, and now um, it seems like the housing programs are on the chopping block. Is, is that an accurate perception?
1: Yeah, that's that, that's absolutely accurate. I when 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 the package gets smaller, uh, things have to go, uh, and there's there's two ways that this happens. One, you do a little bit of Everything that's on your priority list, or you do a lot of a fewer a fewer number of things, and that is that is what the the, the progressives and the whole Democrat uh, caucuses in both the House and the Senate have to deal with, as well as the White House. And I'm, you know, when when you're talking about you know with over three hundred. A billion dollars dedicated by by Maxine Waters in, in, on on housing programs, and 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 then, we'll, and then plus more money for the low income housing tax credit on the on the on the tax side. Uh, when 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 the package shrinks, that's got to shrink. I've heard alternatively over the last twenty four hours that the housing package is going to shrink considerably or or be cut altogether. And I'll tell you, if there's one thing I know about uh, financial services, chairwoman Maxine Waters, she is uh, a, a tenacious fighter. She, she believes in housing. She believes in trying to uh, get more money to the, the low end of the economic spectrum through housing. Uh, and, uh, and, I'm, and, I, and I know in our conversations with their team, uh, they are not uh, they're not taking this lying down. She's going to fight tooth and nail for, for every dime. Well, riddle me this, Batman. Are you telling me
0: that uh, the progressives are now finding that housing is not part of the social fabric? It's not worth fighting
1: for, for the most part. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I would definitely say. Well, how that, far would you go? I would go as far as to say that they have other priorities that they place much farther ahead than housing. Paid medical leave, universal health care. Um, let's see what else i um, expanding Medicaid, uh, and Medicare, uh, but you know, people know.
0: are living in substandard housing. They're going to need healthcare more because the conditions aren't going to be right That's for, for a lifestyle. Right. But, yeah. So we, I understand it, that. It, yeah.
1: It, it doesn't make any sense. We've got, we've got a homelessness problem. We've got a housing affordability problem. We've got a housing production problem, uh, it, nationwide pick your community. Pick your state uh, to uh, to abandon housing now, I think uh, is is dangerous, reckless uh, and ignorant of uh, the facts in front of us.
0: Well, let's hope that uh, that your your perception of uh, Chair Waters is accurate, Bob, because I agree with you. If she believes in something, uh, she's a, a very tenacious fighter and she's sitting in a pretty lofty purchase chairman of financial services. but. Uh, the, the fact that these so-called progressives uh, are abandoning housing as a basic uh, component of a healthy life for all Americans is just, it's it's ironic to say the least. Uh,
1: agreed. Agreed.
0: Meanwhile, now, I understand that you're becoming an expert at whack-a-mole. Uh, and I, in this instance, the mole is the lumber industry. Um Prices have gone down. You successfully um, whacked that mole a couple of months ago, uh, but now it's popped right back up. What, wh- what's
1: going on, Jim? Yeah. Uh, so after our successful campaign, we finally saw uh, uh, lumber prices fall over the summer in a great win for housing affordability across the country. Uh, and and now uh, we're starting to see prices creep back up. I think the futures market is now, uh, if not close to, it's it's right around six hundred dollars per thousand board feet. Uh, not good. I mean, we we've seen this story before. It was just just a year ago that prices were high, and and then it, of course accelerated into un- uncharted territories in in the spring of this year. So a lot a lot of concern out there. I think for us, uh, for me. It's once again, what, looking at press stories about curtailments at mills uh, ac- across, whether it's Canada or the Western US, uh, because quote unquote, prices are too low. So once again, uh, the mill industry is is manipulating uh, the supply chain uh, in order to drive prices higher. Uh, I know we've seen reports of, of fires out West, whether the, the big forest fires in Canada, which shut down some of the transportation uh, routes to, to ship logs. Uh, we've also seen fires on some log decks, uh, particularly at West Fraser, that that's uh, that is concerning to us. Um, but but really this manipulation by the mills of, of curtailments in order to drive prices higher is uh, is infuriating.
0: Well, you know, I he, here's an idea. Um, it seems to me that if. Uh, the administration and our dear friends, the not so progressive progressives, uh, really do care about housing and they're not willing to put the money where their mouth is. Uh, maybe they ought to consider urging Canada and urging our own uh, international relations team um, to get back to the bargaining table uh, and and sit down and hammer out an agreement where at least lumber prices would be low enough that we could do some housing that's affordable to the average Americans. What a novel concept that might be.
1: Yeah, you're right. This administration, one of their focuses on economic opportunity, economic justice, uh, for the disadvantaged housing we believe is is the number one wealth builder in america uh, you're absolutely right you know if, if you don't want to dedicate billions of dollars in 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 social spending in in your own plan to solving or, or trying to solve the housing crisis one way you could do it is drive prices down through through support uh, for material prices, uh, and that that's something that our, our our chairman Chuck Falk has directed us to do. Uh, we'll be sending uh, letters to the administration uh, uh, to that exact point. Not only uh, not only uh, are we urging them to keep their foot on the, the gas pedal and deal with supply chain issues um, and tariffs, uh, but also making that point about getting back to the table with Canada. And more importantly, if you're not going to put money into housing from the federal coffers, at least do your part to drive down supply prices.
0: Well, it it seems pretty logical to me, Jim, but uh, so far, I don't see anything logical in in any of these discussions. Uh, We'll just have to stay tuned.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it, there's uh, it's it, I've never seen anything like it in, in my 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 career in D.C. and, and you've been through uh, some more battles than I have. But but even in the height of of tax reform in 2017, uh, it, things didn't seem as crazy as they do right now. And uh, it's 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 fun if you're a political junkie, uh, but when you're dealing with real issues for our members and our customers, uh, it's pretty infuriating sometimes.
0: Well, it's infuriating because you have people speaking out of not only both sides of their mouths but both sides of their heads. It seems like it, it completely con- their, their their actions contradict their words so dramatically as to almost seem I- impossible to understand.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 hard to figure out where we're headed. Sometimes it really does. I think. Um you know, and then and then, of course, everything's colored by, by the politics of the situation, moderates versus progressives uh, election You know, next year. Not not too far off now are uh, redistricting the, 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 the complicating factors here in Washington, D.C. Are, um, are 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 pretty large.
0: Yeah, it it certainly sounds like it. And and it's interesting that this kind of internecine party squabbling um, that literally brought down uh, the Republican majority Uh, and brought down um, two uh, very, very capable speakers in John Boehner and Paul Ryan. Uh, No lesson seems to have been learned on the Democratic side of the aisle. They must just have been over there giddy with excitement that the Republicans were floundering. And now all of a sudden um, they've caught the same disease. There is no mask mandate that can prevent you uh, from not learning from a situation.
1: That's right. As my old high school uh, history professor used to say, uh, history is like a burp. It always repeats itself. And it, it does seem that there is uh, a, a real, real failure to uh, to study history, uh, as I'll say, passes prologue. And and we're, we're watching we're watching the left start to eat its own. We watched we watched the right do it for a decade uh, and it's going to have serious impacts on on, on the majorities. Uh, at least going into the elections next year.
0: And hopefully this will be a symbol or a signal rather to uh, the American voters that when you elect people that are uh, too far to, to, to either side in their philosophical views, the, the, the beauty of our country and the vision of the founding fathers that compromise and moderation would rule becomes a very, very difficult goal. And maybe it's time to start electing moderates again.
1: I, I wish uh you know looking at the looking at the maps that are started the state's trying to put out next year i don't know i mean that that's that's the that's the, the the deal right on the conservative side and on the progressive side those are all safe districts those are all they, they don't have anything to lose in fact their stance is about you know driving the country to the brink uh of either breaching the debt ceiling or driving the driving away from bipartisan deals in order to get you know, 60% of what you want, rather than get a hundred percent of something. Uh, it's uh, it's th- th- that they play right to their, their base and that's all they care about. And it's, frustrating. Yeah, you
0: know, you and I could, uh, and well, we could, we have talked about this <laughs> over many, many cocktails and uh, it all comes back to one thing. And that's the way the districts are drawn up yep. and gerrymandering, um, which I think is a, Uh, A a very good thing if you're in either party and you're in control of that process, but a very bad thing uh, for the overall uh, American uh, governance system. But be that as it may, Um, Jim, we're getting ready to go down to our leadership meetings in Houston next week. First time we'll be together with our members in a long time. I know I'm really excited about it. Speaking of having cocktails.
1: Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing some uh, seeing my friends and uh, and doing some business in the association and just uh, just coming together as an industry and uh, and having a successful meeting in Houston and and letting that be the springboard for even more successful meeting uh, in February in Orlando at IBS.
0: I am too. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what the mood of the members is in terms of how we try to navigate this lumber prices problem, uh, the reconciliation package, uh, some of the other uh, interesting developments that are going on here. And I'm interested in learning from them uh, what's going on in their state governments. You know, I, I, I've been to California three times uh, this year, uh, learning very uh, much about um, what's going on out in the, uh, the great golden state out there and I got to tell you, um, if, if the left wing governance in California is any precursor to what uh, the left would want to do here in, in the rest of the country, um, uh, we've got a good petri dish to learn from them. I'll tell you
1: that. <laughs> well, that's what they say. All the all the it was my opinion is that all the all the bad ideas seem to emanate from the west coast and like the weather blow east. So, um, yeah, uh, you can you can do for the first time in history. California is actually losing a congressional seat in the upcoming cycle. There are people actually moving out of California. I think that speaks volumes uh, about the state of uh, of taxation, politics, social agendas uh, in California. uh, When when, people look into other places like Texas or Florida, our friends in Idaho and Montana have got an infusion of uh, Californians, I hear. So very interesting.
0: It is very interesting indeed. Well, Jim, um, listen, uh, work hard the rest of this week. Uh, Let's try and see if we can make any progress. Um, And to me, progress is defined um, as um, the administration and the Congress recognizing that uh, among all of these other social and economic issues they're talking about, don't forget housing. Don't forget the positions you've taken on housing and keep your words to the American people.
1: That's right.
0: I hear you. Now, um, Jim, if I don't see you beforehand, I will undoubtedly see you in Houston uh, on Monday next. Uh, And uh, this is Jerry Howard.
1: This is Jim Tobin. Safe travels to Houston, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening.